Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. <laughs> this is Straight Up with Stassi. Dracaris, bitches. I like, see, I've been trying things out, Mom. Like, trying out ways to, well, like, say, like, welcome to the show. So I think I'm going to start saying, welcome, either start off by saying Dracaris, bitches, which you have no idea what I'm talking about. By the look on my face. It, well, I, I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, so, like, you don't know. But, I th- or I could say, like, welcome to Straight Up with Stassi, Dracaris, bitches. Maybe I should do that. I like that. You like that? Yeah, I like that. So you legitimately have no idea what I'm... And just let me remind you to speak into the microphone as loudly as you can. Um, you don't know what I'm talking about when I say Dracarys bitches. No, I don't. And you tried to get me to watch Game of Thrones, but it's way too violent for me. Yeah. Okay. But you like war movies. So like, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> War movies are like some of your favorite ones. So so what are you talking about? I love war movies, but Game of Thrones, they all look dirty. They look dirty. Do do you know like all the war movies that you watch? Like they haven't bathed in like months pretty much. Like they're dirty too. Right. But they looked good. No. In their uniforms. Do you you know there are a lot of people, mom, on Game of Thrones that look good? Okay. I'll give it a second try. I only watched the one, the very first episode. Okay. What? <laughs> you, you watched just the first episode? Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I put it to the side and we binge watched 24. Oh, my God. And The Good Wife. Oh, my God. Okay, let me just, let me give you a little piece of advice. This is the advice that, that I, I give to anyone who hasn't watched Game of Thrones, who's thinking about watching it or I'm trying to turn them into a believer you put the closed captioning on okay okay why because you understand it better because you can read actually what they're saying and understand because they they talk in accents sometimes you miss things so when you have closed captioning on you you're not missing anything right okay now i don't think you're going to do this next part but if you ever feel like it i put headphones on attach it to my computer or my like iPad and I watch it like that with closed captioning 
then it feels like I'm there. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. So that is how I became obsessed because I binged so much just on my computer. I felt like I was like a part of it. That is such a great idea. I've never thought about doing that. Yeah. And you're n- welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, I've just binge watched uh, Jane the Virgin. Uh, yeah, I know you won't stop talking about it and it's weird and annoying. I know. And Eric doesn't like it. So the headphones would be a really good idea. Yeah. Is it, is it like a mom show, Jane the Virgin? I've never seen it, but like, it's just weird that you keep trying to get me to watch this show, Jane the Virgin. It's like so random and like out there. I know. Like that I, I've never heard anyone be like, hey, you know what? You know what's fantastic that you really need to see? Jane the Virgin. <laughs> I've never had anyone be like, it's such a bingeable show. Well, I had just watched How, uh, How to Be a Latin Lover. And it's, to me, it was just kind of along those lines. It was like a really dramatic a Spanish soap opera. Okay. With a narrator that is hysterical. Okay. Maybe I'll give Jane the Virgin a shot one of these days after um, I watch everything else. <laughs> literally, quite literally everything else. We got Stranger Things 2 coming out, Riverdale 2, uh, Versailles 2, Season 2. Uh, Black Mirror season two, like there's okay. a, there's well, a lot of things going on that I I need that. that well, then I'll save it until Thanksgiving. We can watch oh, it together. No. Oh, like no. three days straight. What if I go out of town during Thanksgiving? <laughs> I will find you. And I want you back. I want to go back to London for Thanksgiving. Well, I'm, I miss London. I miss Paris. Well, tell me about your trip. Okay. Well, so. Uh, I just got back yesterday. Of course, my mom is like, hey, when can I come see you? Uh, The day after you get back or the day you get back? And I'm like, you know what? First of all, this is rude because um, I've been with human beings and traveling with human beings and haven't had alone time for like, oh, two weeks now and have had a roommate for like two months. She just moved out. So I'm back to being by myself. And my mom is asking me, can I come over right away? I would have picked you up at the airport. Okay. That's aggressive. Why would you ever want to do that? So I could have your undivided attention in the car the whole way home. You would. Uh, okay. Um, so I get home yesterday. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just going to bang it out. Like, you know, I'm going to work through the jet lag. The fact that I'm going to, I know I'm going to feel like shit after going on, you know, traveling for so long and be like, mom, just come the day I get back. It's fine. So, yeah, I have yet to be alone, really. Um, <laughs> so there's, so there's, there's that. But I'm, I fall into like a depression every time I go to Europe, like, and I get back. I completely understand that because it's like, why isn't that my life all the time? You know? Yeah, I know. And I wasn't even supposed to go to Paris, which you know. So I was just supposed to go to Charleston. Fun as fuck. Had a great time. I love all my Southern Charm friends. Then we flew to London to go visit Jackie Schimmel and her husband. And now I feel like they became like my family. You know when you like bond with people? Like Jackie and I have already been friends for a while. But like you spend so much time with them. And you know I get attached to people. And I get attached to things. And then I cry. So like it's probably why I keep my distance with so many things. 
but I got attached to Jackie and her husband and her friends. And now I'm like, fuck my life. Like, I'm so sad. Like, that, those were my group of friends in London. And now I can't see them anymore. I'm sorry. It was so. No, but she's going to be back in December. I know. I feel like such a weirdo. I literally cried in, at the last dinner with her and her <laughs> husband. They were probably like at the last supper. Th- no, that's what I said. I felt well, I felt like that every time like I was with like my friends. Like it does feel like the last supper or like this is the last time I'm going to see you. Like I'm Jesus and you're my disciples. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they were probably like, what is wrong with this girl? Someone get her a boyfriend <laughs> she, or something. She just needs she needs to get it together. But we stayed in Notting Hill and had the cutest Airbnb. It was so much fun. Is that why you made me watch the Hugh Grant movie last yeah, night that's with why Julie watch, Roberts? That's what I do. I come back and I try and live the life the way that I lived it while I was in Europe, which is why I'm drinking wine right now. So I'm going to drink wine and I'm going to watch Parisian movies. I'm going to watch um, London. Midnight in Paris. I mean, I already watch that every day pretty much. So that's like my background movie all the time. So watch some London movies. Try and maybe order some fish and chips from some place. <laughs> Or a cheese plate or some shit so that I feel like, you know, I'm still back there. But while I was in London, I got told that I had the week off, the week after off. And I'm like, what? That never happens. No, it doesn't. So I'm like, I need to extend my trip. I need to go someplace. Where can I go? Should I go to like northern England? Should I go to Ireland? Should I go to Scotland? Like what? what's the easiest thing to do last minute? And I really wanted to go to Ireland, but... It felt like too last minute. Like I would when I go to Ireland eventually, I feel like I'm going to want to like plan for a while. And because I've never been, it wasn't exactly like last minute easy. And we have a place to stay in Ireland. I'm sorry. What? We can stay with my friend Angela. Did you meet her through Twitter or something? No. She purchases your jewelry. She loves it. Absolutely loves it. So you met her through Etsy. Yes. And we talk every couple days. All right, we're going to we're going to have a little talk right now. I I didn't even introduce you, but whatever. Your name's going to be in the title. Everyone is my mom Dana. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we need to have a talk about strangers, stranger okay? danger. You uh, you know, as a child, you raised me to never trust strangers. Don't take candy from strangers. <laughs> don't go anywhere with a stranger. Don't answer a stranger. Yes, don't fucking look at a stranger don't even look at them in the eye you never know like and watch your drinks avoid stranger avoid people Mm -hmm. okay i am kind of like that okay now i i you've raised me to not i don't trust anyone until they're actually like in my little inner, inner circle so i'm not like yes i'm friendly i'm from the south so like I'm and I'm a naturally friendly person, so I'm nice to everyone and you know, like I love talking to people and stuff, but I don't really trust people. Why the hell are you making friends via Etsy? <laughs> why are why? Well, okay, these are friends Mom, they could be serial killers. I doubt that. Serial killers with good taste. With good <laughs> I I don't know. I can't answer that. All I can say is it's not face to face. It's not somebody that I so your pen pals makes make plans with. It's Mom, somebody that I, I, you've invited some strangers to come stay with you at your house, and I've had to say absolutely not. 
I know, but they're they're not they're normal. Mom, you don't know. You know, haven't you read haven't you read stories about like men who are married for 40 years and their wife finds out that they have a basement where there's a family <laughs> down there? And I'm sure the wife thinks their husband's normal. I'm sure all of his friends think he's normal. You never know. I don't even know. You, you could be a serial killer. I don't even trust you. <laughs> in your little lake, in your Lake Arrowhead house, you know, you could have a basement with some weird shit going on where you're torturing people and I just don't know about it. You're, yeah, you're, you could be right. But the people that I make friends with, it's a slow process. It's, Is it? It's not just <laughs> bam. You know, no, there's, there's, we go back and forth. And, and each email mm-hmm. or each text, whatever, is talking a little bit about our life. So, have you ever heard of the show Catfish? No. Okay. Why do I feel like I'm the parent and I really need to shelter you or I need to save you? Like, I need to give you, like, some motherly advice. Catfish is a show, brilliant show, FYI. You should probably check it out. Check it out. It's on MTV, but don't let that discourage you because it's not like a... You know, one of those like MTV shows. It's about people who make friends online or relate, get into romantic relationships with someone they meet online. And it ends. And so this person will reach out to the host and be like, I haven't met them yet. I'm scared that it might not actually, they might not be who they say they are. And so the host will contact the other person and they finally meet. And half of the time, it's not that person. It's somebody else. Completely different. Sometimes it's even not the same gender. Oh, wow. So they come up with full-blown stories, okay? They get into romantic relationships sometimes, long-distance romantic relationships where they talk over the phone. They- I would never do that. Oh, you- I would never oh, do you that. you just text? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never, ever do that for... To meet somebody romantically. Mom, okay, well, you're not trying to meet some... Okay, but you would do that for a friend? That's what I'm trying to say. These people who you're talking to via the internet, and you think that every time we message back and forth, we share a little bit more about each other. Exactly. They could be lying to you. No, they're not lying because I follow them on Instagram, so I see the photos that they post of their life. Shout out to Brittany... Devin and Angela. Were you talking about Brittany Milstead? Yes. Yeah, I believe her. Yes. Uh, definitely, 100%. And um, the Angela. Yeah. I, the middle and Devin, one, we Devin. were going to go to De- uh, Devin's wedding in at the beginning of October, but you were out of town. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> she invited us. Remember, I told you this. She invite, invited us to her wedding ceremony. So I got to see the pictures. She, you know, she posted everything <laughs> online. I love Devin. <laughs> oh my god! I, okay, shout out to Devin too. Okay, there are a few that yes, I try and re, I try and respond to all my listeners and all as much as as many as I can. You met Devin. That's uh, when. Then tell me when. Then back, I'll. It was back east. Okay, it was back east that you met her. Was it at the connect? Then I, this okay. This is ringing a bell. I, okay, I think I know what you're talking about right now. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, right. But as much as um, I love my Khaleesi's and I'm appreciative of that, you never if if I've met them. OK, cool. Then, then I know that person's a real person and not lying. But right. like and if you're following their Instagram. OK, 
you can see that they're not exactly and that's I exactly understand. what okay. I'm doing okay okay I'm glad you're following their Instagrams because mm-hmm. that's to me okay yeah and Angela we're coming to Ireland <laughs> <laughs> okay oh gosh but I'm just you, friendly you but you you need to be careful I'm friendly and I'm isolated up in the mountains so you know this is just through my business it's a way of interacting with people yeah you're just bored (laughs) (laughs) sounds like maybe we need to get you another hobby why we just came up with one I'm gonna do dog jewelry and anklets and anklets yeah I had this great idea y'all that I thought like if I start like make not like hippie-ish bohemian anklets I'm not really like the hippie-ish type it's not really my style um but if like some sort of like cool glam yet chic anklets to wear with your heels for like dressed up events even actually with like distressed boyfriend jeans I think would be so yes. cute yes that would so adorbs yeah no we've, we've got all kinds of ideas swirling around our head right now so you hear me talk about how I like having nice things I mean it's just fun you know when things are just like a little bit prettier or a little bit more comfortable and my mom talks about that so now I guess you know where I get it from it's like I'd rather like we would rather not like have something I guess unless it's like actually like nice and fun or whatever or makes me feel good which is how I feel about sheets and towels like sleeping and you using the shower or the bathtub because if you have this like experience where you want to shower or take a bath and you get out and then your towels are like gross and like they come off on your arms and legs or there's too I don't know you know what I mean when you get towels that are like not nice it's just not a good feeling it ruins the whole experience so that's how I feel about bowl and branch which I've talked about for probably about two and a half years now um but I've always talked about their sheets because their sheets are so amazing and it was only in the last I feel like six months or a few months that their towels have become sort of like a thing okay so if you want to have like hotel and hotel experience when you're in the restroom I mean, I don't mean like actually going to the bathroom, but like when you're in your bathroom, like taking a shower or like a bath, like that sort of thing. But you want to consider bowl and branch towels. okay? so let me explain why they're oversized, thick, fluffy, fucking luxurious as shit. They're made from 100 percent organic cotton and you can get oversized towels so they can cover everything and keep you cozy when you get out of the shower especially since it's getting cold not that it's cold in LA I'm waiting for that but it's cold everywhere else and they also come in seven different colors and they also they do come in a range of sizes so whether you want like you know an oversized one or a washcloth or they have everything that you could ask for so if you go to bowlandbranch.com today, you get $50 off your first order of 200 when you use my promo code Stasi. So that's B-O-L-L and branch.com. You get $50 off your first order of 200 You have to use my promo code Stasi, S-T-A-S-S-I at the end. Uh, can I just say 
and this is like what like first enticed me about Bowl and Branch is that three of our U.S. presidents use Bowl and Branch. So I feel like I'm in a special club. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Makes me feel like a little more elite as I sit here lacking central AC. At least I'm using towels that the presidents use. So there's that. So go to bowlandbranch.com today. Get $50 off your first order of 200 when you use my promo code Stasi. S-T-A-S-S-I. All right, y'all. I mean, we're we're smack dab in the middle of fall, it feels like. Except not in LA. It's the only place that doesn't feel like fall. But like in terms of Instagram, everyone else is in fall. Must be nice. And all anyone gives a shit about is pumpkin spice and all that crap. What I care about? Coconut oil. Just saying. Because my skin can't handle anything other than that. I've talked about this a million times. I have psoriasis and I have um, a, a little bit of rosacea. I personally think it's a lot, but I don't like it's not like a, 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 it's not an extreme case. But, you know, everybody thinks their own thing is more intense than it is. And I can't put that many things on my face. I can't use a lot of. I don't actually even use soap on my face. I can't use things with like chemicals in them. I really have to be very careful on what I use. And I rarely, I rarely talk about beauty products or, or skincare for that matter, skincare products, because I can't use them. But Kopari is something that I actually can use because everything in their line is made from 100% organic coconut oil. So that is so easy on my skin. My favorite thing to use is typically what I use over the summer and it's like this body glow. They have a coconut body glow that gives like a shimmer, but like, I don't know, when you're in the fall or the winter, you want to shimmer too, especially if you're going out at night. So I still use it, but they have different ones. You can get a coconut balm, which is like more intense and thick. They have skin moisturizers, bath oil, like it, by using the coconut melt. It like that's the multitasker one because you can use it as a hair mask even. Like it basically it's you're getting 100% coconut oil, so everything's safe and you're being moisturized. It's a wonderful line. I have caught my friends having it in their travel cases and it makes me so thrilled. So if you go to koparibeauty.com slash Stasi, and that's K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash Stasi, S-T-A-S-S-I, you'll get 20% off your order. 20% off goes a really long way. Especially, I want you guys to consider the little travel-sized options because that's something that I don't have yet. All of the ones that I have are normal-sized. And when I saw my friends traveling with the mini ones, I was like, fuck yeah, I can't believe I didn't think about that. So go to koparibeauty.com slash Stassi. And if you're someone especially who has sensitive skin, you will love this brand. Get 20% off. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I had a great time in London, and I was like, I guess 
let's just go back to Paris. It's the place that me, you know, I'm obsessed with. It's easy. It's a quick flight. May I know my way around. Like may as well do that. You know what I mean? We Rachel did stand up in London and I actually met some listeners and they were so nice. They, what are the odds? Okay, so Rachel did comedy in, um, like I said, in London, and two couples showed up, who are podcast listeners. One of them had just gotten engaged in London, and the other one had just gotten married in London. Oh wow! And I was like, kill myself, like really I'm sorry. I'm like, God, I'm Rachel, sorry. it's just me and you forever. And I'm like, you know, we need to get, we need to get on this like dating stitch like a little harder we need to try a little harder and stop hanging out with each other did you guys make a pact like in 10 years if you're not married you'd marry each other no like we just talked about how we wished we were lesbians like I wish so badly I was lesbian my life would be so much easier it's not fair hmm okay yeah imagine you can just date your best friend <laughs> right I <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's what I mean. It doesn't make it doesn't that doesn't make it that much easier to find a, a, a mate for you who's who's right for you. It's no, if it doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl, it's still hard. Yeah, that's true. I okay, guess. so I don't know what it's like to be a lesbian. So I guess I really can't talk about it. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not like I don't have any authority on lesbianism. So I don't know. Um but yeah, it was really cute to see those two couples and we were just like, okay. <laughs> so you talked to them for a while? Yeah. Oh, you talked to some listeners. Yes, mom. Hello. I always do, but I don't invite them into my, to stay at my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I don't invite strangers in to get murdered. You know, that's, right. that's the difference. Like that you have legitimately invited people. Just for Thanksgiving. Okay. Could you imagine if I show up for Thanksgiving and there are a bunch of strangers there? <laughs> <laughs> like, and my anxiety will shoot through the roof. I'll, I'm going to have to put armor on. Like legitimately, <laughs> I would put armor on because I, and like a, a, a helmet because I would just be scared. I was about to get stabbed because what if it's somebody that secretly hates me? What if you're making friends with somebody who secretly hates me? Oh, my God. I've never thought of that. And I do. Highly likely. It's very, too. Yes, mom. I think about this all the time. I think about this when I snap like a Instagram story. Like when I do anything, I'm like, what if I'm just like get some, there's somebody out. Well, a lot of people don't like me. But so like but there's somebody who hates me so much and happen to also be crazy that they would come and, and kill me. I'm just giving them my location where I'm at. You're right. Oh, my, I, uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like last Thanksgiving when Eric's brother was there and you're like, who is this? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you felt so uncomfortable I had no idea because who... you hadn't met him before. Yeah. Yeah. I he thought you were a brat. I was. I didn't know what was going on. I don't know. I didn't know what was happening. I, I, I like he always rooted for you on the show. But in person, he was like, oh, she was a brat. I was not aware of the situation. I didn't know any better. I didn't know anything. And wasn't I a brat for another reason? Yes. What was it? I forgot. I wanted you to watch the movie with me. Was he there for that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I wanted you to watch that movie. It was important to me to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I, I wanted to keep watching Parent Trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you got mad and you picked up all your toys and stomped downstairs. Did you just say toys? <laughs> <laughs> All your things, you know, your stuff. 
Well, you know, when you get invested, you're, you know, you're three quarters into a movie. Like, you can't just turn it off. <laughs> that sets me off. Right. I don't know. You've seen The Parent Trap a thousand times. Okay, let's go back to London. I want to go back to London. Well, I had a point to make. Oh. Because on the, well, on the last night that I was in, okay, so we decided to go to Paris. Um, and I'll get back to that. But on the last night we were in Paris, Rachel and I went to dinner and we posted something. And then within five to ten minutes, this love, lovely lady uh, came up to us at, at our table and was like, I just really wanted to meet you guys. I listened to your podcast, all of that stuff. Watch Vanderpump Rules. I saw that you posted and I came like, I knew where you were because of the background or whatever. And she was very nice. Like, very like did she travel far I don't know, Mom. <laughs> but meaning she told me i was like that is kind of like weird like that's someone could murder me like someone could see that and just murder me and she was like yeah you should probably like post like once you leave yeah that's a good idea like don't do it li-. she actually told me this so mm-hmm. she was like that's what the kardashians not that i'm anywhere near that it doesn't even take being famous for that to happen you could be a, a not famous but completely anonymous like whatever private person with you know a normal amount of instagram followers or whatever but just have somebody that doesn't like you right and fine so everyone needs to protect themselves no that's a really <laughs> good I'm idea getting, though posting it after post it after I leave. as you're leaving or after you're leaving now i'm gonna stop checking in on facebook I already told you to stop checking in on Facebook, Mom. I know, but that's how I was making new friends. Oh. I'd check in. And then somebody would come up to you and be like, I'm here too. Yeah. Was, it's like you're on Tinder or something. Like the like the lady that heard me talking about your dog and knew from me talking about Luda that it was your dog. And then she wanted to have this full-on conversation. I think we just need to all protect ourselves. I'm just like, you know, I have a couple of fears. I always thought I was like, you know, I'm not really scared of that much. But there are some things. One, being murdered. You know, it's kind of high up there. Two, earthquakes because I'm single, live alone, don't want to die alone. So there's that, earthquakes. And three, being raped. You know, top three. Yeah, those. I agree. So in order for those things not to happen, granted, can't control the earthquake sitch. No, you have to be aware but and protect yourself. You know, I, you just need to not be so open with people that do, that do, don't that haven't earned your openness yet. Okay, so when will I know if they've earned it? I don't know. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out, especially since I'm such an open person. I talk about everything on my podcast. Like right. there's nothing that's off limits. And I Snapchat, not Snapchat, but Instagram story or whatever all the time, 24/7. So I need to learn to be better at that because being killed uh, yeah, are you're not afraid to snapchat yourself someplace where everyone can see that you're right there you know what i'm saying you mean everyone who's actually physically already there yeah you mean like am i embarrassed no no not embarrassed are you or does that make you cautious or nervous or scared i got i did after that lady i met that lady on the last night at Paris in Paris. And she told you that. And because she found me within five to ten minutes. And I was like, and she's like, you need to like actually not do that right away. Like, wait until you leave. And so that the fact that I like saw it all happen, it made me 
because people have asked me to do live podcasts and stuff like that and i'm kind of i'm scared too i'm like scared because what do you mean you're i'm scared that somebody's gonna come and like not like me and want to hurt me okay like remember last year christina uh grimmy or the singer she was murdered she was like the nicest she was this religious yes young girl who got shot at her concert by some psycho person yeah like that was like a nice christian girl i'm not a nice (laughs) christian girl so like imagine i'm like kind of polarizing so she wasn't polarizing whatsoever like you couldn't dislike her so imagine so now imagine i know i have people come up to me and tell me how awful you are how how terrible yes (laughs) yes people come up to me and ask me because they know i live in lake arrowhead so I get like based on watching Vanderpump Rules or yes. okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. And I have people come up to me and say, you should be so disappointed. Are you joking? I am not. I've told you this before. Yeah. I maybe buried it. Like I do with everything else. I don't like to hear. I just forget it and bury it. Like it, it's just, it goes I mean, away. It's usually positive, but there have been a handful of crazy loony people that think that you're really awful. I am really awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, does, has that happened like recently? Um, no, not no, not I, recently. Because I've noticed a shift in the way people treat me. Like, I don't get as much hate as I used to. You used to get a lot of hate. Yeah, so I feel like I, right, I'd come over and you'd be balled up in a corner crying. Yeah, like right out of the gates, I like got yeah. it was like it was terrorism. On, on me it was mild terrorism and so i feel like i had to toughen up so now if people are mean to me i just like don't notice it. oh the tables have turned yeah you used to be the terror i am still a terror mm. yeah i don't know you're kind of losing your terror ish dish that's sad how do i get my terrorness back <laughs> <laughs> that's sad it is that because now, you know, I was using it on Alex for a bit. <laughs> when Alex, yeah, I, I saw that. When Alex was living here. It was so abusive. She loves. No, we love. This is mom. This is how we were growing up. This is how we were in high school. This has always been our our dynamic. And it makes us laugh. Like she knows that I'm not how much I love her. She's my she's like my sister. She's like my, my family. So it's fun. We laugh at it. And she loves actually taking care of people. So I use my terrorism. <laughs> That's, on her, that's use because it. she's such a nurturer, too. She really is. Yeah. And yes, she is always taking care of you. She's been the greatest friend. Yes. And, and she moved out, but luckily moved out walking distance <laughs> into an apartment walking distance. Okay, be careful. You don't, you don't want to tell anyone that Alex is now living right down the street. Oh. Well, it's not like I gave away my address. That doesn't. Do you know that one time. Do you know that I ac- actually have done that and had people. Uh, Instagram me or Facebook saying uh, you really shouldn't put like that you're at home because your address pops right up and anyone can get to, you know find you and get to your house you check in at home <laughs> it was actually Eric's dad that did it once and and it's happened to me a couple times but yeah you got to be really careful but wh- why does it sound like you're lecturing me right now <laughs> 
I'm trying to tell you this. And I want everyone, everyone, you listening, wherever you are right now, to be careful because you never know who doesn't like you. And you never know. Oh, I know why. Oh, my God. What? I know why this has been on my brain and why I've been thinking about this. I can't. Because well, as I've been talking about it and lecturing you, I've been like, why am I so, why am I obsessing over this so much? Like, before you got to my house last night, I watched Ingrid Goes West. Do you know what that is? It's a no. new, no. Okay, I can tell by your, yeah. It, it's a new movie that just came out. And so I bought it on iTunes because I didn't want to wait. I was so excited. Who's in it? Um, no one. Uh, well, maybe, you know, Ash, uh, uh, not Ash Wilson, the young. Elizabeth Olsen yes I love Elizabeth Olsen yeah she's in it and it's about a girl who is is crazy a crazy person like an actual like mental like a crazy psycho person and she is so obsessed with Instagram and so obsessed with stalking people or whatever like that she lives in the middle of nowhere like in the U.S. and comes across this girl Elizabeth Olsen's character who lives in LA and like is like one of those like Instagram famous people and becomes obsessed to the point where she moves to LA and finds a way to become her friend. Like steals her dog so that she could find it so that she could find it and give Mm -hmm. it back and then become friends with her. And then I was remembering what this lady said to me in Paris like you should probably not post exactly where you're at and I was like holy shit so that's why uh, this has been on my brain over the last 24 hours right because I just got scared and so I've been thinking about doing a live podcast and now I feel discouraged do you know what a live podcast is mom well a live podcast is live it's not edited correct no meaning like um with a with an audience so you would buy tickets oh okay it's like rachel and jackie have done it rachel and annabelle have done it um they've i know but they don't have any haters everyone you never mom you never know yes everybody has haters everyone has somebody that no one is just fully liked but, and so they've asked me to do it and i'm like i'm too scared <laughs> i don't even go and sit in the audience I know, but you can't be you can't be scared like that. You can, you're in the wrong business if you're going to be scared like that, really. Of being murdered, <laughs> <laughs> is it? I mean, y- yeah. I guess there's like some. That, I mean, I I guess you you're right that there's some. But also, I do appearances, so people can so find me. It is the same it thing. Is. Yeah, you're right. It just feels. I guess because my podcast is so much more intimate, and it's what you know. It, I it's. It's like on another level of intimacy that like if I'm doing an appearance, I'm just I meet people and take photos with them and that's it. Like then just like being on stage, sharing everything and then the idea of somebody coming in and killing me is just like really like freaking with my brain. I don't understand why why you would want to do it live. I mean, do you have people from the audience come up and we would and ask talk them with you? Yeah, you or- can ask questions. They can ask you questions. It's kind of interactive. It's, I mean, it's fun. It sounds fun. I just, I just. Well, why don't you just give it a try and then see, you know, see how it goes. And if you're dead. If I survive. <laughs> if, I, if I survive. Um, kidnapped in somebody's, tied up in somebody's basement. I'll, well, this is what, okay, this is what I'll do. I'll, I'll put on my location on my iPhone so that if somebody kidnaps me, at least you'll, people will be able to see where the location is. 
Good idea. That's my plan. Good idea because they're going to let you keep your phone. They'll have to pry that out. <laughs> pry, do you, I have a strong grip. <laughs> I know you go through those little poppets like, like on a monthly yeah. basis. So I go to Paris and uh, Rachel and I are like planning things to do. We had a bunch of romantic dinners. We went to the Christian Dior exhibit. I saw that was incredible. It was so cool. I never thought like whenever I think of my favorite designers, I don't typically think of Christian Dior like at the top of the list. But seeing the whole history like from the beginning and all of the the dresses and gowns from the beginning to mm. now, I'm like Christian Dior. That brand is like, what's up? It is. I'm and just the way they had it set up and the theme that went with the dresses. It was. It the, was. It, I don't even think it was even better. It's just there were so many people there that it was so hard to like really like get good shots of things. How come we didn't do things like that when when I took you to Paris? I was. 13 <laughs> <laughs> all we did is run around all day and find, find wine perrier jouet do you know how and- annoying you were and i like remember this oh gosh i can't even begin i have to tell this story i mean it's not really even that much of a story i just remember like okay annoying. as a 13 year old my mom like we were on a a, a hunt it was like a, a one of those like you know, like when you like, there are clues that lead you to another place. It almost felt like that because my mom had to buy. I thought it was wine. It was Perrier Jouet. Yeah, it was the hand painted bottle. The one it was the special reserve. It was it was a very special bottle. And so, I wanted to get it at the original Perrier Jouet shop in Paris. Yeah. So I remember that <laughs> she had to do that. She had to bring that home with her. I guess it's the equivalent to me wanting to buy a pair of Christian Louboutins in the original Christian Louboutin mm-hmm. store. But like alcohol, you drink it and it's done. Shoes you can wear forever. So like I don't really like that in, that your investment. That wasn't an investment. <laughs> in fact, that now was a waste of time. And we almost think about it. and we almost missed our train and I almost lost you and that was the scariest moment of my entire life. Have we ever told that story? No. When we went to Paris, my mom realized, "Oh wait, after the whole day of running around to get her stupid Perrier Jouet, her hand-painted Perrier Jouet, I hope you drank that on a special occasion and not just a normal Tuesday." Honey, I didn't I drink it in on the overnight train? I don't I I know, I thought that's when we were I thought Paris was our last stop and then we went home. No, we went to Venice. We took the, the Do you remember we missed I thought we took the Venice train to Paris. No. No, you're thinking of with Shannon when we were all going as a group for Christmas. Okay. So I guess that's when you drank it. You you drank your I almost lost you on an elevator going down to the train station no i no that's not what it was yes it was mom it was the train station and the doors were closing yeah so this is before cell phones this is before any of that i'm 13 years old we have our luggage with us it was the subway it was the metro right it was the metro um letting going to the yeah the train station to go to venice and i almost lost you and it was the worst okay what kind of mom doesn't let the kid go first (laughs) 
She literally, we're like racing. I'm, my mom didn't realize the time of our train or something. She was so busy with this Perrier Jouet shit. And a super good looking man. You're skipping ahead. Sorry. Sorry. God. So too busy with the Perrier Jouet to realize that our train was actually like a couple hours earlier than she had initially thought. So she is like, pack your luggage. We need to run. We are running down the streets of Paris, running down to the metro. She goes through the little thing with her metro ticket, gets on the actual metro. And I'm like, I don't have a ticket. <laughs> I'm a 13-year-old with my luggage. And I'm like, I don't have a ticket. I'm trying. I don't know what to do. I'm looking around. I'm panicking. My mom's freaking out because she's already like, she didn't turn around quick. And, well, you the turn, doors were shutting. They were shutting. And then all of a sudden, like God just shined a light on us. Brendan Fraser, almost in the flesh. I was obsessed with Brendan Fraser and the mummy like at this time period. So this, it actually wasn't Brendan Fraser, but he looked just like him legitimately saved me and i don't know if he gave me his ticket or like threw me over he threw you and i ran onto the sub to the metro mm -hmm. and i was like you're a shitty mom and i <laughs> <laughs> my heart was racing the adrenaline i felt sick like i wanted to throw up and then all i could think of ever since that that time is what if I would have lost you? Yeah, what would I have done? How would I have found you? I don't, I, I'm, I'm trying to think as a 13-year-old, what I, I would have just stayed put, I think. Like, when you don't have a phone, would you have cried? No shit, I would have cried. I cry over, every, I cry when my air conditioning isn't working <laughs> that well. Like, I cry over everything. I would be sitting there sobbing. I probably would have been kidnapped because that is like a hello, kidnap me sign, a, cr a <laughs> little crying 13 year old girl. And I didn't look what like what 13 year old girls look like now. No, you like, were much younger, younger looking. looking like nowadays, 13 year olds look like me. Right. Like they wear makeup, have boobs, a Kardashian ass and post on Instagram pictures that like I couldn't. They're like Victoria's Secret models. Yeah, no, I wasn't like that. I was like an actual little fucking kid. You were so sweet. So someone for sure would have been like kidnapping this hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to that man. He probably doesn't even realize like the, isn't it crazy that like there's this dude out there. He could be he could be dead. Yeah, he could be. I know. He could be a prince. He could. He I, was very handsome. He could be somebody that I'm reading about on Daily Mail, and I don't even know. And he could be like, oh, my God, I remember saving that girl. No. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Because I look so similar. <laughs> <laughs> I look so similar. Yeah. Maybe he listens to your podcast. May he could be a podcast listener. There you go. There you Yeah. Because now he's probably 70, 60. I'd go with 60 or 50. I don't know. Because 50, 60-year-old men are like right in my demographic. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, it was a harrowing experience. It was awful. I still remember it to this day. It is, it will, that's the worst day of my life. That was the worst experience of my life. To think that I could have lost my child. Oh, oh because <laughs> it was my fault. You were so concerned with Perrier Jouet that you didn't. We had to rush. Yeah. And our Brunello. That's right. Because that's Brunello. What, that's what I thought it was. I thought we were running around for wine. No, we did that in Italy. Oh, my God. But we celebrated you are by the drinking. reason I'm an alcoholic. 
We celebrated by drinking on the train that night. Did I drink? Did you let me have a sip? Of course I let you have a sip. Yeah, because I always remember you giving me little mini glasses, like the little mini glasses of... Yeah. I think it was probably port wine glasses. It was a little um, demi-tasse. Yeah, it was just a little little glass, little cocktail glass. Um, I remember that train. I remember, which is surprising because I don't have that great of a memory. You took photos of me. Yeah. You had pigtails on. I had pigtails? Oh, I had those the other night too. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) So you had pigtails on, drinking your Perrier, your hand-painted Perrier Jouet. So you did, so did you, did you keep the bottle? No. So what was the point of getting a hand-painted one if you weren't even going to keep it? It it was, it's, it's how the, how the, how old the bottle is. It was a reserve. It was bigger, better grapes. I just had to have it because it was the best. Okay. So kind of like the Biondi Santi Brunello de Montalcino that. that the, yeah. We, we have discussed that on my podcast before. Yeah. In one of our previous yeah, we have. But sessions. I, I want the, the best. The one that you drank that was supposed to be mine. If I'm going to have something, I want the best. Okay. Okay. You realize you can't always live like that. No. I really, but I mean, I, I, I understand. Well, then I'm not going to get it. Whatever it is, I'm not going to get it if I can't have the best. Okay. I'm talking about food and wine. Okay. You got to be specific here. Okay. Right. So with food and wine, if you can't have the best, then you'd just rather starve. Right. All right. I understand. Um, a little. Nope. I'd rather drink. <laughs> I'd rather drink whatever's in front of me. I don't care. I mean, so what? Like on a plane, you're not going to have the wine because it tastes like shit? Yeah. No, no. you don't. See, I just I just got you again because you do drink the wine on an airplane. I oh, know. It's just awful, too. It is. Why is that? Why is it that airplane wine? I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever been on? No. You do have. You've never flown Virgin. I don't think you no. have. So me and Rachel were able to upgrade on our way back to from um on the way back because I was like Rachel if there's one thing that like I definitely know and learned like I've already talked about this a lot that I am obsessed with flying it's worth it I really love first class because I I love flying it's like one of my favorite things to do it's like going to Universal Studios or something like I love it it's like eating a hot dog I there are certain things that I really just enjoy like or buying shoes like certain things I really like and one thing that I like is traveling and flying and so we were able to upgrade um, on our way back uh, and we were flying Virgin. It's like a fucking party in Virgin first class. I was shocked. Yeah, I saw you try to make friends, but nobody was biting you and Rachel. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like it, the best experience that there was a bar, a bar like right. Like you could go up and just be like, can I have this? Like like in Sex in the City too. Not that nice. Not not no. We're not talking like pods where you can like close off to people and like actually shut yourself in. It but it was like they turned into beds. Like you could watch whatever movie you want. They had like nice meals. They had great wine actually. Like I didn't even want to drink on that flight because I had started to feel like sick and like or like I could be getting sick. But then I tried the wine. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> I was like, now I have to keep dr- Now I have to keep drinking. And then there were like the way that the bed, the seats turned into beds. It was like 
you they had like little seats so like if rachel and i wanted to if say like all your friends you could sit and we could have dinner together looking at each other oh like people were meaning s- in the same row right like it where like okay so say you're sitting in a seat in front of you is like a footrest but it's technically a chair for somebody else with an actual seatbelt on it oh so like and then eventually you can press a button and this whole th- you have to stand up in the aisle and it flips up into an actual bed and connects to that seat so during dinner time or breakfast time or lunch time when you're on that flight if you're it's not in a bed situation a table comes out and you can actually dine with somebody else oh that's so cool it was so cool i was it was I was and Rachel and I didn't even take advantage of it. No, we'd already spent so I thought about getting up and being like, should we have dinner together or lunch together? And I was like, no, we've already spent two (laughs) weeks. I have nothing to say to you. I've legitimately nothing more to say to you, Rachel, because we've spent like we've talked ourselves out of. Right. We had to literally there were dinners that we had where I'm like, so tell me about your aunts and uncles. (laughs) Like. What more can I learn about you? Because what's the name of your first dog? Like, because <laughs> it's just us two and we've spent so much time. We already spend, I mean, you know, we're already hanging out all the time in LA with our friends and everything. And that like, we had to just figure out things to learn more about each other. Yeah. It was actually, it was actually kind of funny. So yeah, I decided now I'll just dine by myself. Well, Why didn't you go first class on the way there? Because that's we where did. you lose the sleep. We in- did. Oh, you did. It just wasn't. It was um, Delta. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I went. We actually got. We didn't have to pay for first class the first way there because we were supposed to fly. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize this. We were supposed to fly Virgin Atlantic. And we had bought like the middle, of, like the premium. Not like. Not first class. Business. Not, business is technically first, I think. No. It's, well, it's called premium, I think. Okay. In this one, so I think it's like a little, a little bit more comfortable, but not like I was not about to. I'm not going to spend ten thousand dollars on a. Are you joking? Like that's insane. That's insane to spend that much money on a flight. Yes, it is. And so we just like did like premium or whatever, and then we when we were in Charleston, we got told that we got like this notification that our flight had been canceled, and that we would have to like they were gonna move us to another flight so Rachel gets on the phone because I don't like handling shit and Rachel gets on and they're like okay so I see we're in so it'll be the same seat so it'll be first class and Rachel just went along with it Mm -hmm. as if we had bought first class tickets so we got upgraded for free but it wasn't near it was we still were able to like lay down like they still had beds you know like on JetBlue Mint and stuff right it was like that Think of what could have happened if Kristen got on the phone and got those for you. Kristen would have told us. She would have. Yeah. She would have. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. She would have got like more flights for the year. See, this is the thing. (laughs) This is the thing with Kristen. Kristen's great at handling shit. Yeah, she is great at like handling flight stuff because she just demands it. Kristen is a terrible traveler. She doesn't like. Remember? Yeah, no, I know. I know she doesn't like to travel. So I don't know. It might have balanced out where she could. (laughs) She wouldn't have been able to handle it. She would have started to panic because she was leaving the country. So it might have. I don't. I'm I'm not sure. 
you know, when it's within the yeah, United no, States, I'm just Kristen handles shit. I'm yeah, I'm just telling you, you could have got so much more had she made that call. Yeah, I can't I can't do things like that. Like when I'm on the phone with somebody trying to like figure out a problem, like I'm just like, whatever you need, please. Just like just, just I, I don't care. Whatever it is, whatever. Just please. Just, I, I don't I don't I, I don't know how to bargain. Like mm-hmm. if I'm at a flea market, if somebody tells me something's like twenty dollars, I'm like, here's twenty five. Thanks for selling it to me. <laughs> I'm like I can't. I I don't know how to do it. And I that's get nervous. why you've turned to apps. You use an app for everything instead of dealing with a person. Well, yeah. Okay. I guess I don't have that much human interaction. The most human interaction I get is with the lady who checks me out at the spray tan place. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go back to. Can we go back to Paris? Yeah, because crazy things. I happened. mean, can we go back to Paris? Did you stop and did you research all the areas in the French Kiss movie, Mom, the Meg Ryan movie? Did you go to all those that, places? We did that for. We've done. We last time we went to Paris, we did that. We researched all the places from Midnight in Paris. So we Rachel did that again. Rachel loves researching stuff for like. This restaurant was in this place. This was in that. She's like dad. My oh, dad. wow. Yeah. You know. Such a planner. Like, I thought I was somewhat of a planner. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. There are certain things that I know I want to do. But in terms of planning and like really researching and like, I mean, Rachel legitimately, when we go to a restaurant, will go on Yelp and look up photos of the dishes so that she knows we're getting. What they look <laughs> She knows um what, excuse me it's supposed to look like this like but she's like i want to find out what the best thing here is what's the most popular what it looks like like she it's amazing because i don't have to do it but yeah so she researched the whole time i feel like she'd get annoyed with me because i wasn't doing that so much but i'm like I, but i can't i'm not like that i don't i i much prefer to like take it easy otherwise like i get a little bit of anxiety so if somebody's willing to take care of that shit then totally well, yeah so she balances you out that's why you probably why you guys are good travelers together that's true so when we were in london planning this we spent like a solid over the course of 2 days i would say 3 hours looking up airbnbs and hotels with an eiffel tower view that's all she wanted that is all she wanted an eiffel tower view and this hoe (laughs) called (laughs) about 400 places okay like ask like demanding and this was last minute we changed our flight last minute so like most things are booked like you can't just like demand stuff at so she's trying to find an eiffel tower view finally the night before we are leaving to get on the plane we still don't have a hotel she books one calls the guys says you will have an eiffel tower view all of that we get there oh shit (laughs) (laughs) there is no eiffel tower oh my god like she let literally like as i'm checking in i'm like schroeder she's like we got the eiffel tower view right and i'm like and they come out like the manager comes out and she's like, I don't know why you were promised this. The only Eiffel Tower view we have in this hotel is on the um, penthouse. Yeah. And it's the whole floor. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's a room that's like five thousand dollars a night. It's right. like an apartment or right. something. And she, Rachel freaks out. And I'm like, and 
so the lady gives us a really, really nice room with like a wonderful view of Marmont. Mm-hmm. Marmont, right? However you say it. And I'm like, it's fine, Rachel. It's totally fine. Like, there's nothing you're gonna be able to do at this point. Like, just let's we're, we're okay. But so she researched everything 24-7, every restaurant, what to do, like where the best views are of certain things. Like it was, it, I felt like I was on, it was like being with dad. That That's actually really cool though. That is, I mean, you exactly just show what dad up. Is. Yeah, I just show <laughs> up. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Like it is like, it, it was like being with dad. And so after, I think it was our first or second, it was our second night. She goes, there's this restaurant that people describe as looking like it's an adult Disneyland. I think you would really like that. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I would. Because, I mean, she knows I love Disneyland, Disney movies, Disney soundtracks, Disney songs, which makes her a trooper because she doesn't like any of that. And so we go to this restaurant that was, it was really pretty. Food sucked. Rachel was so disappointed with the food because Rachel would rather have good food. I would rather have a good atmosphere. So she like would barely eat. And then afterwards we left and we're like, what do we do now? And I was like, let's just, we love going by the Eiffel Tower. But as we're, so as we're on our way, we pass Crazy Horse. Yeah, I saw that. So we're like, <laughs> what are the odds that we're just like passing this? Like, it feels like we should just go in and see what it is. So we walk in and they're like, the show's starting in five minutes. And I'm like, okay, so what are like, what? So this isn't like a, thing where you just walk in and you sit down you have to have tickets it's a show and so I'm like okay the odds of this starting in five minutes and we like just so happen to pass it like we have to go and so they're like okay you can either buy tickets that come with a bottle of champagne or tickets where you have to go to the bar and I'm like tickets with a freaking bottle of champagne exactly. like <laughs> yes absolutely like, what it- so we go in they sit us they think they're giving us like the best seats because it's like front and center but that meant that we had to sit next to this couple that were probably, I'd say, like, late 60s, okay, from, I think, Germany, I, the accent. They couldn't speak English. So I'm sitting next to this big, older man and his wife that is of the same age. And me and Rachel sit down How next awkward. to them. And... <laughs> We introduce ourselves and I, we're so close that like my arm is literally touching. So his. it's like an airline seat. Yeah. Like we're, well, it's like a, they sat us at their table. It's like their mm-hmm. tables. And so I'm we're trying to introduce ourselves and they explain it's their anniversary. And I'm like, oh, oh my, my God. God, that's my worst nightmare. As like an older woman with my husband already for him to ask to go to the crazy horse show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But then for for two young girls, not that I'm that young, but you know what I mean? Right. Young enough to come dressed up, to come and sit down next to them. I'm like, that's mean. That's actually cruel. And I was like, Rachel, like, I feel so terrible for like this, like this couple and this woman like that. I would hate this. Like, could you tell she was uncomfortable or was she? They couldn't. She was probably fine with it. They tried speak. They they weren't from. They didn't have good English. So like we were trying to engage, but it just wasn't working. Right. So Rachel gets up and handles shit, <laughs> walks over <laughs> to the people and they're like, we can't. And she's like, we can't. I guess said we can't sit there. It's their anniversary. Like we, the, we should let we want to sit by ourselves. And they're like, but the only spot we have is this private spot on the side. And I guess because it's on the side, 
they don't consider it a good spot. To me, it looked like VIP. It was completely like partitioned off. So I was like, fuck, yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> yes, I don't care if I'm on the side. Was Rachel cool with that? Rachel wanted that too. Oh. We were like, yeah, we don't want to sit at a table with random people that we don't know. You like, didn't leave your champagne, did you? No. Someone came over, took it. We went into our own private area that was on the side and watched the show. It was fine. It was good. It made me feel like I should probably stop eating, <laughs> you know, because every single girl was like they all had the same exact body. Legit. Same size boobs, same size butt, same height, same exact same stomach, same legs. Everyone looked exactly the same. It was so weird. Like it's weird. They were all perfect looking. It's like Stepford. Yes. So me and Rachel sat in our private VIP ish partitioned off area with our bottle of champagne like it was our fucking anniversary. <laughs> At the crazy horse. I couldn't even, I couldn't even, it was so, you're like, how does this even, how does this happen? <laughs> like how? So we left, whatever. We had a great trip. And on our last night after, you know, that lady told me not to post things live. Right. We uh, were going to go meet up with somebody that Rachel had known, but then decided like against it. So we climbed a fence to try and get down to the Eiffel Tower area. Is that why you're all bruised up? I think it is. I mean, I always have bruises and I don't know why, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Climbed a fence and it all of a sudden, like we we happened upon this like old time stone stairway that like brought us down to the streets, like the lower streets. And it looked like, sorry, you're not going to appreciate the reference, Game of Thrones <laughs> or something. <laughs> and we were like, where are we? What is happening? What's going on? We finally make it to like, by the Eiffel Tower area and a guy like a couple guys come up to us and they're like we'll take your photo for you and I'm like I'm just gonna say yes but he's probably gonna run off with my phone right now <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever I mean I you know YOLO I hand him the phone he actually takes photos of us hands the phone back and then he's like cocaine would you like some oh cocaine? my god and we were like you know I think we're good <laughs> I think we're fine but like Awesome. Nice to meet you, drug dealer. Like, that's great. Uh, <laughs> that's Please scary. be on your way. Then I was taking all of a sudden. Did he look like a drug dealer? He had a backpack. Is that the sign of a drug dealer? No, I don't Mom, know. I don't know what drug dealers look like. I don't think there's like a, you know, a bone structure or like <laughs> that. I like, mean, but did he look shady? Did he look? I mean, we were drunk, not drunk, but like we'd had wine. It didn't. We'd been drinking. Right. We just p climbed a fence to like in my nice shoes and everything to like get down to the we were sitting in the middle of uh, one of those circle like a cul-de-sac like circle a roundabout. Right. A roundabout. We were sitting in a roundabout. Why? Because we want we wanted a photo of us together with a, we were like that looks like a great spot to sit. This is how dumb we were to this. We were so dumb that. Oh my God. God bless Cindy. Rachel's mom. She's the absolute best. She got us rape whistles. And so Rachel kept using it for fun. Like, you need to not. I saw that. The dog, like you're going to be the boy who cries wolf. You can't, yeah. you can't use the rape whistle right now. Yeah. Like, because no. it's not going to work. But God bless Cindy because Cindy was watching our snaps. Like as we were doing them, <laughs> our videos and called immediately and was like, I'm very concerned. Like, <laughs> 
I'm very oh. concerned with what you guys are doing right now. And it was so fun. It was so sweet. That it was nice. But it was really funny. But we legitimately, like the cars going around us, we just found our way into the little roundabout cement part so she could take out her selfie stick <laughs> and take selfies of us in front of the Eiffel Tower. That's how you did it? That's how I haven't even posted the nighttime one of, ones. I haven't posted one of those photos yet. So you haven't even seen those. No one's seen those yet. No. no. I know what photos you're talking yeah. about. Okay. That, that wasn't them. Okay. I haven't posted one of those did yet. Did anybody honk at you or yell yeah, at you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure people honked. Yeah. There are two girls sitting Indian style with a selfie stick in the middle of a roundabout in front of the Eiffel Tower. Like, I pretty, can't believe Cindy called you. Pretty, that is so... Pretty sure people honked, yes. I can't even imagine. So then I'm stupid enough to say, I was like, Rachel, take a photo. I'm like, I'm jumping on this thing. There's what It's a... It's a... What's it called? When you jump on something that's on the river, like, you know, like the... The river was right there. The scene was right there. And yeah. He, he, the, what is that called? Embankment? The the railing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The stone railing? Okay. And I, Rachel was mad. She was like, I'm not taking photos of you. You jump up on there. I was like, yes, you are. Like, because if I jump up on here and you don't, it'll, <laughs> it won't be worth it. Like, and if I fall in and you never took a photo, I'll be really fucking pissed. That's how I got a really cool photo. In front of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> so then I'm like, Rachel, let's get you a photo. Let's get you like a really cool, like she's obsessed with like the 19 late 80s, early 90s supermodels, you know, like the Sydney Crawford, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, let's go into this bridge and we'll take photos of you like this. It's safe. <laughs> you're not on a, <laughs> you're not on the railing. All of a sudden this motorcyclist drives up, pulls to the side. Cannot see any part of his skin. Covered head to toe black. Helmet black. Jacket black. Everything pants black. Not a police officer or anything. But Were like, you scared? I, well, I was too oh God, intoxicated to be scared. I hearing this. But I was, <laughs> I was taking all these photos of her. And I'm like, that guy is still sitting on his motorcycle and has, never, has not turned his head once. Like a mannequin. Hasn't moved. Has not moved once i want to i want you to imagine what it looks like in the middle of the night to see a motorcyclist just come up stop and then sit there like a statue <laughs> but he wasn't even looking at you no he was faced the opposite way for how long we that's why we left <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i never know if he went away you didn't turn around he could still be there right now <laughs> mom he never left he didn't move he still had his arms exactly as if he was riding it. Oh, my God. That's so creepy. It was creepier than if he would have turned and looked at us. Like, it was so bizarre. So that's what Rachel was the one who got scared first and was like, can we just let's I think it's time to go. And I was like, you're probably right. We should probably not like hang out. We've already been offered drugs. <laughs> There's a man on a motorcycle right there like. It's kind of he hasn't moved. <laughs> I don't know if he had a stroke or something. I don't know what that looks like. So I'm I, I'm I'm freaked out. Yeah, I guess it's time to go. So then we left. Wow. That was your last night? Yeah. And we went back to the hotel and stayed awake all night long because yeah, I saw that. We had to go to the airport so early. If we would have slept, it would have been worse. And both of our I had two giant suitcases. Both of them were overweight. 
So like, <laughs> it was really hard to no. pack. It was so, that was, that was my trip, I think, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, that's so cool, though. Here I am. Here I am, with nothing to do on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I think you... I think you actually texted me, um, hey, mom, I want to extend my trip. Can you watch the dogs a little bit longer? And I looked back on that. I think you were actually flying when you, Emily, like right before you took off for Paris. Maybe. Like, mom, do you think it's okay if you... Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I might have forgotten to ask. And I can just see you like telling Rachel, oh she'll do it she'll do it she loves the dog well no I know you would I knew you would do it anyway but I probably did forget to ask no you didn't if I was on the plane then I forgot to ask (laughs) no I'm saying by definition yeah no I'm just saying that you I think that you had already changed your ticket and then you just gave me the courtesy ask oh that's for damn sure probably (laughs) yes because I knew it wouldn't be a problem nope yeah wouldn't that that would have sucked if you actually did have something to do and you were like, actually, I can't. Like, I'm, I'm going to Paso Robles or something like that. That would have really sucked. Yeah. That would have been like, tough shit. You're not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my trip. And um, yeah, so I'm going to fall into a little bit of a, a slump and a depression now. Well, you can go back anytime. No. No, you have a That's reason to go back. Works. You actually have a reason to go back. What? The fact that I love it so much? Uh, to, you can go back and visit Jackie. Jackie, because she's, she doesn't come out for two more months. So you can go and... I know. I might do that. <laughs> I might just be like, can I come stay with you? <laughs> please. Please. God. But yeah. Well, everyone, thank you for listening to this. You need to go check out my mom and I's um etsy where we sell uh jewelry and all that shit now we're i really want to do this anklet thing i can't wait i think it'll be such such a good idea i think so too like it's i i have so many ideas in my head just sitting here looking at all of your shoes all your high heels i'm like sitting at this table surrounded by racks and racks of bling I am gaudy. So I'm getting the... (laughs) No, you're not. I'm getting the ideas, though. You're not gaudy. Why do you say you're gaudy? Because I have a lot of blinged shoes. I know, but you don't wear bling clothes. Your clothes are... are, I just have to have... Yeah, just a little bling somewhere. Right. You know? Not not too much. You know, we're not talking like real housewives level bling, but just just a touch of it somewhere. So, yes, please check out our Etsy, uh, Georgie Jewels. That's what it's called. And um, till next time, Khaleesi's. Is there anything else you want to say, Mom? No. No. Good. Oh, I do want to say. I'll, I'm going to finish with this. I just got informed that there is now, there's this. there are articles out there everywhere that France is having a wine and butter shortage. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's because Rachel and I... We're there. <laughs> Google it. I'm not joking. Bye.